The Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines will be facing off in the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And something that's fascinating about both of these teams is that their passing offenses are outside of the top 120 in attempts per game. Michigan is 121st, only passing about 24.2 times per game. Alabama's 125th, only passing for about 23.2 times per game. And yet, J.J. McCarthy and Jalen Milrow are top 10 in quarterback efficiency. But as Detroit radio host Mike Valenti said about Shea Patterson in 2018, any quarterback can look good when you spoon-feed him attempts and when you put him in a good system. And Jalen Milrow, his system with Tommy Reese has evolved to fit his play style. J.J. McCarthy has been in a good system since the beginning of the 2023 season. And with both of these quarterbacks facing off in a must-win environment, you lose, you're out, and no doubt it's a disappointing season for either of these schools to lose in a college football playoff semifinal matchup. You lose, you're out, and they might have to carry a load that is bigger than what they're used to against two defenses that reside in the top 10, according to ESPN's efficiency. Alabama's is ninth in efficiency, Michigan's is first, and the Wolverines are also first in points allowed per game. And the Michigan Wolverines have an elite run defense, the Crimson Tide have a good run defense, and neither the Crimson Tide or the Wolverines themselves have had elite rushing offenses. So I'm curious, who's the better quarterback? And who is more suited to take on a larger load than what they have had to take on in the regular season? And who gives their respective roster the best chance at victory? But I'm going to let you decide that. I'm just going to state what I feel, what I've objectively watched through film, highlights, packages, go over Jalen Milrow and J.J. McCarthy's statistics, but I'm going to try and leave my official opinion out of this and let your opinion be known in the comments section below. That's where who's going to be better is going to be decided in the comments section of today's video. McCarthy versus Milrow. Let's get started. Welcome back, fellow football fanatics. It's your host, College Football with Sam. Before we resume, Please hit the like button and subscribe to this channel and also click the notification bell so that you can get notified when I release more college football content, especially about the Rose Bowl. I'm a Michigan Wolverine, so I'm going to be especially focusing and zoning in on the Rose Bowl and talking about multiple angles, reasons why Michigan can win, why Alabama can win. And doing this quarterback comparison, because I think this is a very fascinating quarterback situation that we have here. These are two quarterbacks whose loads in terms of passing attempts are some of the lightest in all of college football. And I think this quarterback comparison at this point in the season is closer and harder to pick who's better than whom in comparison to J.J. McCarthy and Kyle McCord. Um, when I was previewing the game. And that was something I wanted to do, but I couldn't do, didn't have the time for it. But I have the time to talk about the quarterback battle in the Rose Bowl. 
which I think is more intriguing than the quarterback in the Sugar Bowl. I think we can all agree that Michael Penix is a much better quarterback than Quinn Ewers, but there will be more content about the Sugar Bowl and also about all the New Year's Six Bowls as well. I'm going to try and do at least a short preview and prediction video for all of those. So hit the notification bell and subscribe to the channel so that you can get notified when those drop and you can watch as much of the best Big Ten football YouTube channel's content as you would like to. Share this video and this channel around, and if you want to support the channel as well, you can check out my Patreon page via the link in the description or the pinned comment. But, guys, I'm telling you, I like both of these quarterbacks, and I think that while they're not elite per se, McCarthy is top four in quarterback efficiency, Milrow is ninth in quarterback efficiency, you do have to adjust for the fact that They've played in pretty good systems with, in the case of Alabama, insane high school talent. In the case of Michigan, one of the best developmental, if not the best developmental program in the country right now. Michigan has a top four defense that's undisputed. Alabama's is at least top 10. And these two players are talented. I do think they're top 10 quarterbacks, but we have to put things in perspective here. And this could be a game where some of the bad and the ugly, as opposed to the good, is shown off. There's a great possibility of that. McCarthy, all season long, he's only had three games where he's had to pass the football for 30 or more attempts. Only three games. Jalen Milrow hasn't had a game all season outside of Texas A&M where he has had to pass the ball for more than 30 attempts. We don't have the same sample size for Jalen Milrow as we do for J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy started 12 games for the Wolverines last season. Jalen Milrow in 2022 won Michigan's roster this year is much more similar to the 2022 roster than Alabama's as Alabama returned almost no one of significance from that 2022 team. Jalen Milrow started against Texas A&M last year, and he had 19 passing attempts. Um, Milrow is a type of athlete and a quarterback that personally I prefer over a J.J. McCarthy. I love quarterbacks who can make plays on the ground often. A quarterback who almost has 500 rushing yards despite being sacked nearly 40 times. A quarterback with insane deep ball precision and arm strength. Um, I think Milrow's better on the ground in general. I think McCarthy is better through the air in general. But in the modern world of college football, scrambling has become a more important duty of quarterback play. And McCarthy's passing attack, I don't think, is outer-worldly better than Milrow's. And I think there's an argument that Milrow could be, in a certain case the better passer, especially with a month to prepare against this Michigan defense. I don't think McCarthy, there's any argument that his scrambling ability is better than Milrow's. I've watched both of them run. Milrow has this insane ability to escape pressure, to maneuver throughout the pocket that McCarthy doesn't necessarily have. But McCarthy, I think, is better at creating plays on the move, and so on and so forth. But J.J. McCarthy, last season... In 2022, he had, what, only three games as well where he had to pass for more than 30 times, and that was against Indiana, against Illinois, 
And against TCU and against Illinois and TCU, he did not have impressive performances whatsoever. Those were some of his worst games of the entire 2022 season. So I'm curious to see against a defense with of Alabama that is fast, that can get pressure, that has NFL-level secondary players, if the run game for Michigan isn't flowing and it hasn't flowed in the same way that it has over the past two seasons, will McCarthy be able to step up to the plate and answer the bell? And it's the same for Jalen Milrow. If Michigan is able to contain him and take away his scrambling game, because Jalen Milrow is much more a part of Alabama's rushing attack than J.J. McCarthy is, let's be honest here. And let's also say that Jace McClellan, who should be healthy and back, thankfully, and Roydell Williams, they're not having too much success on the ground. Will Milrow be able to step up and answer the bell? And will he be able to be accurate in the short and intermediate passing game? And will McCarthy be able to hit a deep ball? Michigan has not been explosive all season long. And against a team in Alabama that is explosive, sometimes in a way that you almost question how sustainable it is, but they've been able to sustain these explosive plays. It's a great job by Tommy Rees and also Jalen Milrow, Isaiah Bond, and Jermaine Burton of getting these big plays through the air. Alabama can score just like that. Michigan is a team that I struggle to see scoring in an instant and having those one plays that are, or that one play that's worth a whole seven points can mean a lot in a big game like this. So there's a lot of questions surrounding both of these quarterbacks, but there's also a lot of positives along with negatives. But both of these quarterbacks, I think, are top 10. I think Jalen Milrow is a near elite quarterback, and I think he's at his best when he can step up in the pocket. That's when you see the accurate deep balls that are placed where no one else can get them except his receiver. That's that's really where he is at his best, is being able to step up in the pocket and throw the deep ball. Now, he also is very good at scrambling out of the pocket, eluding pressure, where he'll even have defenders grappling him, and he does a Houdini act or you know, like a, a gardener snake act where he just slithers away. And then we've also seen him play, I think, point guard, where he's shovel passing or no-look passing or improvising. It, it's amazing. Milrow has been one of the most improved quarterbacks this season. At the beginning of the year against Middle Tennessee State, against Texas, Ole Miss, his performances were sort of gross when you adjusted what he did through the air against the talent of the defense. I mean, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and only completing 50% of his passes against a Texas secondary that is one of the worst in the country by efficiency. That's disgusting. But against Texas A&M, he averaged on 33 attempts, 10 yards per attempt, did okay versus Arkansas, better versus Tennessee, really, I think, began to hit stride against LSU. Kentucky showed that he has a clutch ability to him against Auburn. And then against Georgia, it took him three quarters. But in the fourth quarter, fake pitch, run for first down, designed quarterback run for 25, 30 yards, um, 
laser touchdown passes as well in the short and intermediate game. Jalen Milrow is peaking. And next year, because he announced that he is returning, he will be, in my opinion, one of the favorites to win the Heisman Trophy. Because this is a young Alabama team, and they are going to be returning a lot more production than they did entering this season. And Jalen Milrow being year two into Tommy Reese's system, assuming that he stays at Alabama, and having an improved offensive line that's probably the youngest part of the offense, that will benefit him a lot. His deep ball, nearly perfect, amazing arm strength, NFL-level scrambling ability, and I couldn't fit this on the screen, but you could add in the fact that he can play point guard. He can improvise. He can make those crazy throws. That's something that him and McCarthy have in common. They can occasionally make these short and intermediate throws that look horrible, but when you look back in retrospect, it's... It's almost this Mahomesian-esque ability to make plays and to turn something that could be disastrous into a game or averting a disastrous play. Milrow's weakness still, though, is the short-medium ball accuracy, and he takes a while to see the field. That's something I noticed against Georgia. There were times where I could see immediately wide-open routes that were either the receivers were already open or they were developing— and Milrow wanted to, he either wanted to take the deep shot when it wasn't there, or he wasn't seeing the open players, which both of those are a problem. You're either choosing to try and be risky and try and play hero ball instead of just taking what the defense is giving you, which is something that is advisable against Michigan. That's why Maryland was able to keep it close with Michigan, as they took what Michigan's defense gave them, essentially with Michigan playing soft zone and rarely blitzing, really all the regular season. Meanwhile, Ohio State was able to just straight up take Michigan's head off at points, but they have one of the best receiver cores in the nation, and Kyle McCord really at the end of the season was an underrated quarterback. I thought he was a top 15 quarterback. But to get back on topic, he needs to see the field better. The short-medium ball accuracy with the receivers that he has, along with tight end C.G. Dupree, Robbie Oates, and also Roydo Williams, Jace McClellan, and Jam Miller out of the backfield. I've seen Tommy Reese develop some nice wheel routes. That will give Alabama's offense a whole different, I, th I think, edge that we haven't seen all season long if Milrow can consistently hit those short and intermediate passes or maybe it's not that and he just needs to see the field better and be more content with taking what defenses give him he has 171 completions on the season uh, on 261 attempts he completes 65.5 percent of his passes which is pretty good and I'd say that's extremely impressive when you look at the beginning of the season and how he was playing Alabama is they're 118th in completions per game. Um, and with how many teams will go pass heavy and have crappy quarterbacks, that just shows, again, only 14 completions per game. I'm just saying, and Michigan's not much better. You go all the way up to Michigan, they're 77th. They only have about 18 completions per game. Both of these quarterbacks, I think, are going to have to complete more passes and maybe at 
have more passing attempts than what they might be comfortable with. But Jalen Milrow is also a competitor. I think he's a great guy. I think he has high character. He's a good leader. And that's also showcased in the fact that he's improved throughout the season. He almost has 3,000 passing yards, 2,718 to be exact. He's averaging 10.4 yards per pass attempt. He has 23 passing touchdowns, six interceptions. He's been sacked 38 times, and his offensive line has improved. But I think as I've discussed in a previous video of mine, a way too early preview of the Rose Bowl, it's nearly 50 minutes long, I'll link it down below in the description and the pinned comment, and also it'll be tagged in the top left or top right corner of this video. Milrow's offensive line still isn't playing to their ceiling, and because of their youth and because of how they've played for much of this season, I still don't think this offensive line has an elite ceiling. Keep in mind that Georgia was able to get consistent pressure on Jalen Milrow in the SEC championship game, and Georgia's pass rush is one of the least efficient out of all top 25 teams this season. But the Alabama offensive line is still improving, and Milrow has Bond and Burton, who are great receivers, especially when you take into account that they can, they're fast, they run good routes, they pair up well with Jalen Milrow's deep ball. So Milrow is a quarterback who, once again, he's best when he can step up in the pocket and throw, which he's become more comfortable as a pocket passer, but he can also take off, he can be used in designed runs, and he is really a good athlete. And I can tell you for certain, he has a higher ceiling as a quarterback, in my opinion, than J.J. McCarthy does. And speaking of which, here is J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy is also a near-elite quarterback, but I think he's at his best when he's throwing outside of the pocket. McCarthy is great at rolling out, whether it's designed or not, and guiding his receivers and tight ends into making plays. He's also great at making you think that he is going to make a disaster-level play, and then he turns it into something great, whether it's against Nebraska, where he throws into almost double coverage and Roman Wilson catches it, or whether it's moments where he's throwing cross-body or off the back of his foot and he gets completions. McCarthy's great at throwing outside of the pocket, and also, similarly to Jalen Milrow, escaping pressure, eluding defenders, and at times he's good at scrambling, though I don't think he's as good nearly at scrambling beyond the line of scrimmage and taking off and running as Jalen Milrow. Milrow also weighs more, he has more muscle, bigger stature, and that also helps in power running situations. Like, I, I don't know if this is why we haven't seen Michigan quarterback sneak basically all season, but I think part of that has to do with the fact that J.J. McCarthy is just under or around 200 pounds. His strength is that he is nimble, he's great in the short and medium passing game, He's accurate. He has an ability to create plays on the move as well. And I think that he's done a better job this season of not only sticking to his read. He's done a better job of observing and diagnosing opposing defenses. 
But that is still an area, particularly when I feel like not under pressure in the pass rush sense, but when he's trying to force something or when he wants to make a play, he has a bad habit of, I think, going with his his wants and his emotions and trying to force that ball instead of just doing the wise thing and throwing it away at times. Also, his deep ball, not as good as Jalen Milrose. It just isn't. He doesn't have the same arm strength, and he doesn't have the same deep ball accuracy. McCarthy has 213 completions on 287 attempts. He completes 74.2% of his passes. He's thrown for 2,630 yards. He's averaging 9.2 yards per pass attempt. He has 19 passing touchdowns, four interceptions, and he's been sacked 18 times. This is Michigan's worst offensive line in the past three seasons, including this one, 2021, 2022, and 2023. And I thought it was worse than the 2022 offensive line really at the beginning to middle of the season, but it's even worse than the 2021 offensive line, and I think the Iowa game and the fact that the Hawkeyes got four sacks and shut down Michigan's run game opened my eyes to that fact. The reason this Michigan team is better than the previous two Michigan teams is because McCarthy is a much better quarterback than he was last season or than when McNamara was in 2021. Michigan's receivers are their best in the previous three seasons, especially at tight end. The running backs, while I don't think Corum or Edwards are maybe at the same level as they were last season, are still elite. And the defense, which that's not the talking point of this video, but the defense for Michigan has made a huge, huge difference. But McCarthy, compared to last season, he's made tremendous improvements in the same way that Jalen Milrow made tremendous strides from the beginning of this season to right now, to the postseason. McCarthy last season at a 155 passer rating. Right now he has a 170 passer rating. McCarthy last year only averaged 8.4 yards per pass attempt. He averages nearly a whole another yard per pass attempt this season. McCarthy also, in 2022, only completed 64.6% of his passes. This season he's completing 74.2% of his passes. He hasn't scrambled as much as last season, nor as successfully in part because of his offensive line not being as good, and also the staff wants to use him more as a passer, and they don't they don't want to get him hurt. And against Penn State and against Iowa, he was getting pressured often in passing attempts, which to me as a Michigan fan was very frustrating. Sometimes he could have done better, other times it's just like Alabama's offensive line. You just have to accept the fact that your offensive line is not elite. It's not Joe Moore award caliber. It's not Washington's, who easily has the best offensive line in the entire college football playoff. But J.J. McCarthy, he's at his best when throwing outside of the pocket, whether that's improvising or whether that's designed. Michigan will often call rollouts to one side of the field and try and get their tight ends or wide receiver Roman Wilson, their number one receiver who wears number one involved and yeah these two quarterbacks are both near elite they have different skill sets they have some similarities like their I guess you could say 
Mahomesian-esque ability of turning something out of nothing. But it's about where the similarities outside of them being near elite and having, on average, great accuracy in different areas. It's about where the similarities end. Milrow is a better athlete with a higher ceiling who's better in the scrambling game. I think we can say McCarthy is objectively better in the passing game, but that doesn't take away from Milrow being a better deep ball thrower and doesn't take away from his scrambling ability either in the same way that with J.J. McCarthy, he's great at the short pass, great at the medium pass, and Milrow having a higher ceiling and being a better passer in explosive plays, which are very important, doesn't take away from the fact that McCarthy is consistent. But who do you think is the better quarterback? Tell me down below. I will give you a hint of my own opinion. I do prefer, personally, this is not talking about who I think objectively is better, I prefer Jalen Milrow over J.J. McCarthy. But that's just me. Thank you very much for watching this video. Remember to like this video, subscribe, and click the notification bell. Thank you to Crash2488 for being my Heisman patron of the month of December. Thanks to Spencer Bringhurst for being my All-American patron of the month of December. And thanks to Will Loftus, Gabriel Callender, Roaming Gnome, Matthew Sale, Chris Lane, Austin Christmas, and Zubin Zah for being my all-conference patron members. Have a phenomenal day, guys. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Bye-bye.